Hello and welcome to another episode of Visit Rotten, the show where I watch movies starting at the beginning of 2018 and continue to infinity and beyond, reviewing them compared to their Rotten Tomatoes aggregate. I am your host, Edward V, and today I'll be discussing Sicario, Day of the Soldado. Before I get started, I just want to let you guys know the podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, a bunch more places, so just search Is It Rotten wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at IsItRottenCast. I will let you know that I'm not really on Twitter right now until Star Wars Episode Nine comes out because avoid all that. Anyway, on with the show. So, Sicario, Day of the Soldado, has a runtime of two hours and two minutes. It is a rated R movie. That is something I'm going to start doing now, putting the ratings for these movies in here. For anyone out there that's listening and wants to know if you're a parent, well, is this, is this a good movie for my child? You know, so on and so forth. So anyway, this movie is rated R. Um, it was directed by Stefano Salima, which is not the same guy that directed the first movie. That was Denis Villeneuve, but... There's going to be an episode that comes out um, where we discuss that uh, that movie there a little later down the line. But it also, it stars Benicio Del Toro, Josh Brolin, Isabella Monaire, Jeffrey Donovan, Catherine Keener, Manuel Garcia Rulfo, Matthew Modine, Shea Wingham, and Elijah Rodriguez. The plot summary for this movie is... The drug war on the U.S.-Mexico border has escalated as the cartels have begun trafficking terrorists across the U.S. border. To fight the war, federal agent Matt Graver reteams with the mercurial Alejandro. Hmm. I wouldn't say that's what this movie is about, but anyway. Um, the current percentage on Rotten Tomatoes for this movie is a 63% from the critics and a 64 from the viewers. This is your spoiler warning for the movie. So I've been watching CinemaSins videos for so long now that I uh, <laughs> I can hear Jeremy, like I can quote the things in my head when I see things in the movie. With that said, this movie starts with uh, reading. Uh, so pretty much right away, you can tell this movie is directed by a different person than the original, which I mean is... Let me, what I mean is, um, Denis Villeneuve uses a lot of wide shots. The cinematography is fantastic in everything I've seen of his, and it's just, it's beautiful. But this director keeps the camera pretty tight on whoever is on the screen at any given time. There's not a lot of wide sweeping shots or long tra or beautiful tracking shots or beautiful landscape shots or anything like that. It's like, I can tell it's a very different director. Now, that in particular is something interesting to me because I have been watching these Denis Villeneuve movies specifically um, for uh, an episode of Taylor Made later. Um, it, I've heard people talk about directors having sp specific flares of their own and specific quirks of their own. And while I kind of understand what, what some of those people are saying in, in specific instances, I think this is really the first time where it just kind of clicked in my head that, huh, Denis Villeneuve has a very specific way that his movies are shot. And it's when you when you compare a sequel, when I compare this sequel 
to his original film, I, I can tell very, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, basically, I can tell it's very obvious to me that his, his, the way he, st- his directing style and the way he shoots things. Um, so with that said, I'll just move on here. I thought that was a very interesting uh, epiphany to me. But I, that is something that moving forward in, in movie watching for specific directors that I will be looking for more often now to pinpoint each director's specific style because in watching and I've always heard that Quentin Tarantino um he <laughs> I'm getting a sidetrack here but anyway I always heard that Quentin Tarantino likes to emulate specific director styles and things that he he really enjoyed in his growing up and stuff like that um but I've never really been able to pinpoint that uh, when I'm watching his stuff, mainly because I, there's a lot of stuff that he's seen that I have not seen, so I wouldn't have any point of reference to begin with. But there are things that when I'm watching movies, it's like I don't, I don't always catch that these are specific quirks of directors. But there are times where I'm watching stuff and it's like, wow, there are a lot of Dutch angles in this movie. But you know, I don't, I don't always attribute that to a directorial style. But it, again, it, it is something that I will be paying more attention to uh, moving forward. But anyway, I digress. Um, it also starts, <laughs> this movie also starts with a bunch of um, suicide bombings. And I will say now, because I didn't, I didn't note, note it here when I was watching the movie, um, they never really get back to that, actually. They're, the, it, the movie starts with this, but it just veers away from it pretty not yeah pretty quickly actually like it starts with this and this is like okay we got to get to we got to go to mexico get the blah 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 and then the whole plot of the movie shifts and they never get back to the suicide bombings thing at all so i have to ding the movie for that (laughs) but anyway um so at the beginning of the movie here Josh Brolin is looking a little bit like Jeff Bridges to me in in that he has his beard grown out all really long. His hair is all is really long and slicked back and stuff. And it just made me think of uh, made me think he looked like Jeff Bridges there. Or maybe hmm, who's done that before? Kurt Russell has done that before, but he doesn't really look like he doesn't really look like Kurt Russell. Anyway, that's, that's aside the point. <laughs> so aside from the bombings, the movie is uh quite slow moving i was listening to another podcast on some other day i don't remember how long ago it was and one of the hosts said something along the lines of a movie runtime being long is not always a problem it's only a problem if it doesn't pull you into the world of that movie and that's what I was feeling at about 22 minutes in. It's like they were trying to set things up. It's like I had an hour and 40 minutes to go of the movie, and it hadn't pulled me in yet after 22 minutes. It's like they're still trying to build up and build up and just get everything in, in, in order. And it, it, it it's, <laughs> I wasn't feeling it. So, I mean, that does change a little bit later, but I'll get to that. Um, the movie is doing the same storytelling format as the first movie, so it made me feel like one of the storylines was going to end the same way as it did in the first movie, and later on, I'll, that that changes, but I'll get to that. Um, I have to say, Benicio Del Toro is so good, and that's not, that's not 
this is not my first time realizing that and a lot of things that he's been in to, to, up to this point it's just like wow this guy's a really good actor but just seeing him and his performance in this movie it just adds to that and that's great um it takes a little bit but when things pick up it's pretty captivating the rest of the way um the thing i i said about the storytelling format just a moment ago the way it's different in this movie is actually pretty nice. The setup for the movie takes a while to get there, but things come together quite nicely. So it does take a little bit too long to actually end, though. And when it does end, there's no resolution. So it feels like they were trying to leave it open for a third movie. And I'm, I'm really not feeling that. I hate that they did that or they, they do that in movies in general. Like... Can we? I mean, I've, I've I've done this rant before about TV, and if it, it feels the same for movies, like tell a concise story for this movie, like wrap up things in this movie, like pretty much nothing in this movie is wrapped up by the end of the movie. They time jump a year and then just cliffhang it, like nothing, <laughs> nothing is resolved at all. Ja uh, Josh Brolin's storyline. I have no idea what's gonna what happens with that. Um, Benicio del Toro storyline, he shows up at the end and with one of the other characters, and it just and then the door closes and that's the end of the movie. So it, it's not rotten. It, it takes a while to get started and has a fairly abrupt ending. That's that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> so right now. I'm trying to wrap up shows that I have uh, have had unfinished uh, for quite a while now. I finished the fifth and final season of iZombie. That season wasn't really good. It just felt like they threw stuff together because they knew it was the last season. So it was like, whatever. Um, slowly making my way through, uh, through the most recent season of Riverdale. And as my sisters can tell you... Like, every time I watch an episode, I, I'm, like, sending them texts back to back. Just like, oh, my God, this show is so stupid. These characters are stupid. This plot line is stupid. This, uh, uh, just, man. <laughs> and the completionist in me is just like, well, if you started it, now you got to finish it. And I'm just like, oh, uh, God dang it. <laughs> it's tough. But anyway, I also picked up um, the Batman Hush graphic novel to reread because I watched the animated movie and felt it was a severe disappointment and uh, because they changed things and just like wow why did you change that like it used to be that you can count on DC to have your back with the animated films if nothing else but as of late you can't even win on that front in my opinion it's it's pretty sad so with that if you like this episode or like what I'm doing with the podcast in general, feel free to leave a five-star review, leave a comment, give some feedback. As always, I've put the link to the Rotten Tomatoes page in the show notes if you want to look into the movie or read some of the critic and user reviews. I hope you'll join me next Wednesday when I discuss Skyscraper. Until then, have a great week, and may the Force be with you. <laughs>